0: Is Alter Bridge isolation on one hundred point three? The X Rocks morning after with Nikki Big J eight forty four in the A.M. and last night on the History Channel, a couple new episodes of a TV show called Pawn Stars follows around a nice little pawn store there in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. And the uh, owner and proprietor of that shop is Rick Harrison, along with his uh, father and his son that help run the place. A little chumley, Big J. Chumley.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: And uh, Rick actually has a book out. It's called *Licensed Upon, and he is on the phone with us right now. Rick, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for uh, for spending some time with us on the phone, man. We appreciate it. Uh, no problem. I'm staring at your beautiful mug on your brand new book, *Licensed Upon. You look good, man.
2: Well, thanks.
1: <laughs> you look like a million bucks.
2: Um, I like to think so. <laughs>
0: Obviously, uh, the uh, the pawn business has uh, has kept you vi- busy. Uh, you know, we have uh, some pawn shops here I- in Boise, without a doubt, but I, I imagine Vegas is probably the uh, the heart and soul of that kind of industry. Would I be wrong in assuming so, or is that right?
2: Um, it's sort of different in Vegas. Most of the pawn shops in Vegas are owned by big corporations. Um, they're a lot different than mine, and that's why my pawn shop is so different. I didn't want to compete head-to-head with large corporations, so I made my pawn shop a lot different, and... Um, Really worked out
1: for me. You know, the the cool thing about the book is, if if you're a Pawn Stars fan and watch it on TV, and you you can kind of notice some things don't seem like a regular kind of pawn shop. And it's great to find out some of that information, like the fact that you don't really talk about pawning as much as the, the, the buying of interesting artifacts.
2: Well, on my show, the weird thing about it is most people, don't want to, most people who are pawning their stuff don't want to be on television. That's why on my show, it's generally to see people selling stuff
0: right that makes sense because there's some sort of weird like connotation with pawning is bad or something like that right
2: uh, most people don't like to admit they're broke <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> that that'll definitely happen I mean you know uh, the show's been on for a couple seasons now and I think the uh, the behind-the-scenes stuff the family relations is almost as as important as some of the stuff that comes into the shop uh, it, working with your family every day it's a blessing and a curse right
2: oh yeah um, that part about my business is working about my, with my family. The worst part about my business is working with my family. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, um, I mean, it's tough. I mean, you work with your family all damn day long, every day, and then you can show up at Thanksgiving. It's nothing special. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I hear you, man.
0: You know, uh, but that's not going anywhere anytime soon. You you and the old man have been in business since day one, so I imagine it's it, you're in it for the long haul, right?
2: Uh, yeah, we're in the long haul. Uh, I... <laughs> Yeah, I've worked with them since I was a kid, and I'm going to continue to work with them. I couldn't work without them.
1: Uh, you, where do you, where did you come up with the experts that, that you have on the show that, that, that help you find out? I mean, obviously, you know a great deal about a lot of different kinds of uh, items and things like that. But when you get to a certain, a certain point, you need to have some, somebody come in and, and give you a better assessment. So where do you find those people?
2: Oh, these are guys I, before the show, I used to buy and sell stuff with all the time. Um, you know, I mean, like Sean Rich. I mean, have an old he used to buy really old guns off me, and then, you know, we became friends over the years, and so whenever I had a weird gun come in the shop, I'd just pick up the phone and call him. Um, then the show came out, and I said, hey, man, let me make you a star.
0: Yeah, and I, and I imagine he said yes to that, right?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it's been really great, because it's been mutually beneficial. I mean, helps my business, helps his business.
0: Uh, Rick, you're obviously a smart guy, you uh, you, you know you know a lot about the stuff that comes into your shop, but a question that I have from watching the show is, do you know that much, or do you get a little bit of a heads up as, okay, this is what could be coming in today, and, and here's some stuff that you may want to know about it?
2: Um, it's so damn convoluted, the show is, I mean, it really is mega, on a mega budget. I mean, we, we have such a, we have a really, really small budget. Sometimes they tell me in advance, but generally I don't even know what's coming in.
0: Nice, man. So, uh, you know, some of that stuff is a surprise to you, then?
2: Uh, the majority of it's a surprise, and I really am that bookworm. Uh, I, you know, I every night I don't watch television. I know zero about pop culture. I read history books, science books, things like that every night.
0: Which is why uh, it, the show being on the History Channel makes so much sense. Uh, what, what made you actually decide to, uh, to, to write a book at this particular stage in things?
2: Uh, because I got tired of people asking me if the damn show was real and do you re- there's no way you could know that much <laughs> so um, I decided hey I'll write a book I'll explain everything and uh, the money's not bad either you
1: <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> The book is really helpful for people who you know watch the watch the show, and you know I think it, it's just very interesting that you know the business side of it for you that that you decided to take pawning to a different level with uh, with the specialty items and the difference that you make between the the so-called corporate you know pawn shop and then the real pawn shop where you know you can assess something that's worth more. Than, than, you know, if it's fake or not.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, and I mentioned that in the book. I mean, someone walks into a, a one of these corporate pawn shops with an 1830 ormolu death clock, and they're going to go to type in their computer, 1830 ormolu death clock, and their computer's going to start, you know, uh, smoke's going to start coming out the back of it because it has no idea. Or you could bring it down to me, and I do know what it's worth, and um, I um, I can give you some money for it, and I can make money off it, and, um uh, it was, you know, the corporate pawn shops, their business model works. I had to make something different to compete with them, and that's what I did.
0: You know, uh, Rick, obviously you guys are trailblazers in the reality show kind of pawn side of things, and uh, it obviously pisses you off when people think what you're doing isn't real when, when it is. When you look at some of the other uh, shows that are out there, does that legitimately piss you off when you see some of the real fake stuff that's going on and, and kind of getting, I guess, uh, to pardon the pun, but pawned off as being real?
2: It does, I mean, at first, I've seen it, a little bit of it. It just sort of drives me nuts to even try and watch it. You know, I guess imitation is the best form of flattery. I'll um, uh, you just say that I know everything on my show is real. The other shows, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hear you, man. The show Pawn Stars is on the History Channel. The book is called Licensed to Pawn by Rick Harrison. And, Rick, dude, thank you for the time, man. We appreciate
2: it. Uh, no problem. Thanks a lot. All
0: right. Take
1: care. X Workforce Traffic.
0: Check out the book on Amazon, by the way.